Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. This is Community Update on Sports Radio 960 AM, WSBT. Good morning, I'm John Hoffman. A change in football coaches at Notre Dame qualifies as a huge story in South Bend, and it happened this week. We're devoting this week's program to a press conference Tuesday by Irish Athletic Director Jack Swarbrick on his reaction to Brian Kelly's departure to LSU and what lies ahead for Notre Dame football. Twelve years ago this week, I was involved in a search for a new coach at the University of Notre Dame to lead its football program. And 12 years later, I find myself in that role again. The circumstances could not be more different. Then I was in the process of trying to find someone to fix a very broken program. And in a circumstance where, frankly, a lot of people didn't think this was a place they wanted to be because they didn't think Notre Dame was committed or able to produce championship football teams. I couldn't be more pleased with the difference I see today as I embark on another search. In my 14 years, this program has never been in better shape. We have never been in a better position to take the next step in building this program into a consistent contender for national championships. And I am excited with the opportunity to attract the next leader to do that. We are in that position in significant part thanks to Coach Kelly, who did a marvelous job of helping to restore the program at the University of Notre Dame. I am thankful to him and Pocky for all they contributed uh, to this university and to the football program and will be ever indebted for the contributions that they made. Similarly, we are in that position because of a great coaching staff and administrative staff. I think we have arguably the best staff in college football, and it's a testament to why we're in the position we're in today. But most importantly, I am in an envious position as I go out now and search for the next leader because of our student athletes. We have 118 of the best young men in America who are at the core of our program. I met with them this morning and I was reminded of that and reminded of the fact that the culture built in this program isn't Jack Swarbrick's culture. It's not Brian Kelly's culture. It is the culture built by those young men and especially the leaders of that team. So I am most indebted to them for what they built And they have my commitment that I will ensure that nothing that they built will be diminished or lost as we move this program forward in the weeks, months, and years ahead. So with that, I'm happy to take questions. I'm told I have to say my name and where I work. So Eric Hansen, South Bend Tribune. Nice to meet you. (laughs) Nice to meet you. Who is going to be your interim coach 
as you go through the search and any chance that person could end up being the permanent head coach? Yeah, we haven't made a decision um, on an interim yet. And frankly, I think we may approach it a little bit differently. This, this staff is so well-structured and the responsibilities are so well understood. I feel less of a need to have a designated interim. Um, but if we, if as the search progresses, if we feel a need to put somebody in that position, they would not be a candidate for the job. You know, you mentioned that you felt like Notre Dame was in a really good place. What do you need to do? What are the next steps you need to do in terms of timetable, in terms of recruits, to make sure there's not kind of a half step back here as you're looking for new leadership? First and foremost is getting the right leader. And, and so, yeah, I recognize the the external factors, if you will, you know, the recruiting calendar and transfer portals. But none of that is a reason not to make sure that we run a process that gets the very best person to lead this program forward. So that'll be our focus. Uh, last one for me, um, you mentioned the players. And players have a voice in a lot of things now. Will you invite their voice in the selection process? Not with regard to specific candidates, but absolutely with regard to characteristics and criteria. Um, every search I've conducted here in every sport, I've had a group of student athletes help advise me. And uh, I'll look to the captains of this football team to play that role. John Bryce, Football Scoop. Um, it seems like Brian had at least one or more conversations with USC and then very obviously had one or more conversations to get to this point with LSU. Um, did, did he discuss those conversations with you? Did you get the sense there was something he was looking for that either he didn't believe he could find at Notre Dame or that Notre Dame could not deliver to him? He did not discuss with me the conversations he had with other universities. Um, we always are talking about the program's needs and how to improve it. And there, there was not anything identified at any time uh, that was something we could not accommodate or meet. Um, we just simply didn't have those things come up. Did he give you any opportunity to try to convince him to stay or to match LSU's offer? And then um, last one for me would be, what are, in addition to what Eric asked, what, what are some of the defining characteristics that you will look for as you go through this process? And will you use a search firm? We will conduct the search, the University of Notre Dame, and, and, and I will lead that search. If, if we use any outside resources, it'll be for administrative purposes, background checks, maybe booking my travel under a different name, all the things that, uh, that, 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 that try and mislead you guys a little bit keep you off my tail, but um, no, we will, we will take the lead on the search. No, Brian did not come to me, um, which frankly I appreciated with some opportunity to match uh, the offer. But, but he, when we talked, he indicated that he was resigning um, to take another position. Um, he thanked me for the opportunity the university had provided to him, thanked me for our friendship, which I very much appreciated. Um, and I wished him all the best. And we talked a little bit about um, how today would how today would work. Pete Byrne, WSBT. When did you have that conversation with Brian Kelly? And to what extent were you surprised that that's what he wanted to talk to you about? It was sometime uh, last night, and I, I can't give you the exact time. I was not surprised. Um, there had been enough. In, in the weeks leading up that 
gave me, you know, gave me a pretty strong sense that um, there, there might be other things that were attracting Brian. And um, then of course, uh, social media got very active during the day yesterday. So but between the two things, I, I was not surprised. You've discussed with us, with us in the past that for not just this position, but all of your, your head coaching positions that you kind of always keep an ongoing running list of what direction you might consider turning in the event you needed to make a replacement. And I, I don't anticipate you're willing to share that list with us today, but as you, as you look at who would be on your list, um, how would you characterize those people? Are you looking for someone with head coaching experience? Are you looking strictly in the college ranks? I'm just curious how you weigh those, those factors. Yeah. Um, for, first of all, I, sometimes I think I'm the only AD in the country, but I don't keep a person, a list of people um, because my experience has been every search has its own dynamic and its own characteristics. So last time we did a football search, we built a list of characteristics. I can't remember now. I think it was 11 or 12 that we built first. And then we screened candidates against that list. And high on that list was rebuilding a program. Now, rebuilding a program doesn't even show up on the list this year, right? And so, and so a different focus takes you in different directions. And that's, that's where I'm pleased to say we are, we are today. Um, and I forgot to address the characteristic question that was asked earlier. So I'm glad you brought it back up. Um, fit at Notre Dame is number one. This is a unique place. And it is important that you understand and appreciate the uniquenesses. And so that's, that's a critical element of this. Um, increasingly, the role of college football head coaches is a CEO role. And so clearly understanding your approach to building and managing staff becomes very important. Next, what's your approach to playing the game? How do you, what's your style? What do you do? How do you, how do you achieve victory on the football field? And then a whole list of things that relate to attracting and developing great student athletes, and especially the development part of it. I'm really pleased with where our recruiting is today and the improvements we've made in it, the resources we put into it, but I still want to be a great development program. And so what are your ideas on developing young men uh, to, to be great players, great champions and great parts of our community? As it relates to, to your head coach being CEO, like did, will you entertain someone that's not been a head coach before? I don't want to answer it as a hypothetical, right? I mean, we're going to take those characteristics and, you know, um, we're going to find the best person. And I don't, I, I don't want to set any individual criteria as part of that. And lastly, have, have you guys reached out to anyone yet just to begin engaging interest? No, okay. I've had a lot of outreach. <laughs> okay. We'll spend a day starting to reply to that outreach. Tim Priester, Irish Illustrated, Jack, most of what I was going to ask uh, has been asked, but just do you, is there a timetable that, that you're working under as no. you move forward with this? No, every search process has its own rhythm and you, you want to do the best job you can, not the fastest job you can. We're going to do the best job we can to find the right person for, to lead Notre Dame. And, and, and then in terms of communication with assistant coaches, do you, do you meet with all of them? How will that process go? 
Well, the first decision I, I made last night was to keep them on the road um, because um, Notre Dame's in a great place and, and I don't want anybody to think we're not moving forward full steam. And so our coaches have remained out on the road because of that, I can't convene them as a group. So I, we, right. we've communicated via email and I've, I've had calls with several of them. I haven't gotten to all of them yet. Have you been made aware of any assistant coaches that will definitely be going with Brian Kelly to LSU? No. All right, we're going to shift to Zoom next. Ross Dellinger from Sports Illustrated, you're up first. Uh, hey, Jack, uh, uh, what, what happens if you make the playoff? Do you allow Brian Kelly to coach, or who coaches for you? No, we will uh, We will have a, we will, we'll have our current coaching staff, I hope, largely intact, and uh, – We'll designate the person who has to make the uh, jump ball calls, like how to use timeouts and, and 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 the coin flip. But we've got a great staff. We've got great coordinators. And so I'm, I have every confidence that we will be fully prepared for what I hope is a CFP game. But if not, I'm certain it'll be a, a great New Year's Six game. And Brian will not be part of that uh, for us. Jack, and one last thing. Uh, what does it say maybe about the just the landscape of, of college football right now and that we've had, you know, in about a 36 hour span, uh, two of the most significant high profile coaching moves, you know, for a hundred plus million dollars in, in uh, contract uh, over the last couple of days. Like what, what, what does it say about where college football is right now? Well, I probably need more time to process that. I mean, obviously it has, um, you, you've seen a significant shift, right? You've seen a, a shift in mobility and a shift in compensation. Um, uh, you know, and I, I think your question is the right one. I don't have the answer, but I think we better be asking it. We better be asking what we want college football to be and how we make sure it still fits inside a university environment. Up next is Patrick Engel from Blue and Gold. Jack, kind of going off of that, uh, when you look at the timing of this with the departure from a, a major program that's still in the mix for the uh, CFP birth, I guess, kind of how do you process that and, and how surprised are you that it, it happened when it did with you guys still in the mix? Oh, uh, you know, it's the, the timing is always going to be this, right? I mean, two, two things have happened. One is schools have accelerated their decisions to relieve coaches. And you saw that this year, but coaches are going to make the decisions this time of year, because if you get further, you're, you're probably not, don't have a, attractive options available to you. So nothing surprises me about the timing or that it occurs in a year where we're, have had an exceptional year and are well positioned for, for postseason. Notre Dame Athletic Director Jack Swarbrick on Tuesday. Views and opinions expressed are those of the individual speaking and do not necessarily reflect the views of WSBT Radio, its staff, or management. Join us next week for Community Update on Sports Radio 960 AM, WSBT. Hey, 
everyone. Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 